Hi there. I'm Elodie. She, her. Mama. I'm John. He, him. Baba. And this is the baby, Juniper. Me, me, me. They, them. Baby. We're doing our best at respectful and gender open parenting. Follow along each week as this fabulous kiddo gets a little bit bigger and we all hopefully get a little wiser. <laughs> as of this episode, they are 20 months old. Okay, let's get to the show. Baby. I didn't mean that in a bad way. No, no, no. We're no. Gonna... I was probably unconsciously being manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I doubt it. What else do you want to talk about? Well, I was. I know what I want to talk about next. I'm trying to segue us in there really nice. Don't segue. Yeah. Just tell it to me. Dreaming for Anaheim! <laughs> <laughs> and like, I wish. I wish. I know. Like, now I can laugh about it. Just shout out Janet Lansbury again. Oh, I'm just crashing from adrenaline. Oh, really? Yeah. It was one of those last hours where, you know, it's kind of gratifying having an impossible mm-hmm. tray. Where you're like, well... I'll do it again. There's no way. Uh-huh. There's, but... There's no way, but I'm going, I'm going to, to try, try. anyway. I'm going to do whatever <laughs> I can and see if we can make it happen. If only you can trim that fast all day. I did make it happen. What? Yeah. Nice. Good job. So... I love it when that happens. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there's no way I can finish this. And then... But it was, like, mm-hmm. intense. So... Because <laughs> I did my full breakdown, but then it was, like, a whole tray of already broken down underneath it, you mm-hmm. know, full of leaves and stuff. So I did the sorting on what was already there. Sorry, it's... No, we'll no, I get this. this. But, like... No, this, this means something to me. <laughs> but once I got that all trimmed, then I had to do this, like, this freaking mad dash sort of that whole tray Mm because you can't just piece it out and you gotta like actually commit and take the time i'm going to sort it and so it was like just like you know not good not good not good not good 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 not good not good 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 like leaves 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 leaves, you know and then when i sat down to start trimming again my trimmers i just couldn't even stop my hand from just going like Humming, like hummingbird, and I had to like be like, whoa, 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 okay. hold on, like, chill out, because <laughs> you know, once you get in that mindset, your adrenaline just freaking oh, revs man. up. That was my problem when I was like having my little weak moment in mental health. Uh-huh. Is that I would take that kind of anxiety apply to trimming and then I'd go to an existential place to where I was trimming for my life. <laughs> trimming for my life <laughs> And like I wish I w- <laughs> I know. Like now I can laugh about it. Yeah. But at the time like like I need to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Well, I needed some big change in my life for sure. Elodie's going back to work. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about come. it though. Yeah. I am. I am feeling good about it. I feel like this was a really good mm-hmm. time. We did some really good alt work experimentation stuff. Yep. And um, got 
our project launched. Yeah, it's fun to any kind of outlet that's not the capitalism grind. It's really nice. I would argue necessary. Yeah, (sighs) I just oof. Yeah, I know. Hard to afford it. You know, that's that's really the only. If it wasn't about that, yeah, we would always be doing that. Hey, I don't mind like work as in labor. I've never had a problem being in the labor industry and the service industry. I actually take pride in like being a good hard worker bee. It's fun to be a part of a bigger organization, like doing your little piece and doing it as well as you can. When you feel like you're a actually valued member of exactly. a team. Exactly. Feels nice. Uh-huh. But you have to be valued financially. You have to be given the autonomy to to be capable and excel. In order to feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So when they, <laughs> you don't like... have to be valued. Totally. No, but for it to... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. In a world where I have all of my needs met, I yeah. could potentially still want to be a laborer. I could potentially still want to do work. But it just... I need to have my, my needs met, you know? Yeah. Right now, in the capitalist system, where they cut your pay back to as marginal as they possibly can, and when they, like, micromanage you to try to extract more productivity from you, it's soul-crashing. But labor, as a concept, doesn't necessarily have to be, in my opinion. Absolutely not. Mm. Yep. Anyway, long short of that is I feel... I'm not feeling dread about going back to trimming. I think a couple of days a week is going to be what I needed. Do what we can do. Ooh, because that baby can't sleep forever. Nope. They're going to wake up. They're so cute, though. They did wake up, like, four times. I had, like, snuck the boot back in, and then they, like, fell asleep, and I snuck the boot back out, and they... <laughs> yeah, I have complicated feelings about that. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. My feeling is that it doesn't matter. It's not going to be forever. But... Um, of course it's not going to be forever, but my current perspective obviously we disagree about this Mm -hmm. but it's that i don't want them to be deprived of forming coping mechanisms for emotions Mm -hmm. that are not in their own head Mm -hmm. like i want them to find their coping within themselves i don't want it to be an external thing so whatever that thing is that's valid and Mm -hmm. for you know right now it's the boob I agree. I do think that sometimes we as a society get a little bit hung up on people's coping mechanisms and we're like, running and exercising is a healthy coping mechanism, but turning to food is an unhealthy coping mechanism. And coping mechanisms get a lot of flack and hate and they get categorized as either all good or all bad. I don't think that's a fair argument to make because it's not really the same thing. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's an unhealthy coping mechanism. Uh-huh. I'm saying that it's not an internal coping mechanism. You're right. Internally, like, finding peace and finding calm when in emotional turmoil is a skill that we can really help instill in our baby right now, you know, under the age of three. And I should be really conscientious about giving them external coping mechanisms. Let me put it another way. But I don't think external coping mechanisms have to be, like, off the table entirely. Let me put it another way. Mm -hmm. Uh, When it's time for them to be done with the breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. it's already enough that it's this closeness with you and Mm -hmm. that it's this nice, like, you know, nourishment that they count on and appreciate. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and that's already going to be a hard enough thing to discontinue. Mm-hmm. So when you also lump in with it, it's their go-to for if they bump their knee or yeah. if they wake up frustrated mm-hmm. or if they feel disappointment like and if mm-hmm. it's going to be taken away for all of that stuff too and then one day all of a sudden come up with something else because the boobs off limits yeah i don't like that yeah now i do want to say that the generally the way it goes is that the boob isn't off limits all at once that that's why it's called weaning and that weaning does happen naturally sure um Except for that kid on Game of Thrones who was, like, 12. But you could hold that baby <laughs> without... Yeah. Im- and, like, now I've seen them so many times where if they feel frustrated, they just, like, claw your shirt down because it's like, mm. okay, well, now it's frustrated on the boot time. <laughs> boot time. <laughs> and, and, like, that's, I don't want them to go to that. I get you. I, you know. I get you. And, and I appreciate you as an outside person because, of course, the instinct in me is to soothe the baby... And it works, mm-hmm. and you've been, you know, and, and it's the habit. The magic trick. And habits yeah. and routines are hard to break. Mm-hmm. I get that. You mean so much to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But habits and routines are hard to break, so mm-hmm. it's going to be, like, hard for them to let go of that if we... Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. maybe now is, like, a time to start gradually, take, you know, not yeah. using that as that tool anymore. Yeah, and I, I have to defend myself a little bit. Like, I do try to, like push off the boob soothing like I do try to soothe them first I don't just like pick them up if they fall down and like stick a nipple in their mouth I know from your perspective yes you do (laughs) not every time but frequently but there's a lot of times where I pick them up and (laughs) even if they are like wanting the boob because they're that upset then I will be like hey what's up oh no did this happen oh you want me to hold you oh I'll hold you oh you want mama's milk? Okay, let's do that then. And I like I forestall it as long as I can. So maybe maybe fifty percent of the time, that's what happens. From what you see, but yeah, no, it's it is good. It's good. I think that you are maybe a little bit overly concerned about it. I'm a little under concerned about it, which means we're probably striking a perfect balance. Could you see how fifty percent of the time would feel like all the time to you yes. and the other fifty percent would feel like all the time the other yes. way for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we're striking a good balance with them. Yeah. And I think that even even considering this, even being like, Oh no, I wanna comfort them yeah. because humans deserve comfort. Yeah. And oh, we wanna make them resilient and this is a really good way to do that from an early age. I yeah. think the fact that it's on our radar at all means that we're probably, you know, you can pat yourself on the back. I think we're doing a good job. So <laughs> yeah. speaking of getting doing a good job, like we're awesome. Mm, yeah, we're trying. We're trying. I keep thinking that we're in a we're in a window and we're probably <laughs> getting to the to near the end of it where uh-huh. they're young enough that it's easier and I that agree. we're probably in for some some fun i'm you know i'm <laughs> excited the for the fun oh the other night they they just had a little melt down that yeah. like looked different than the other tantrums that i've called meltdowns yeah. before and i'm just like Whew, there's a glimpse of what's ahead mm-hmm. uh, how funny will it be if terrible twos hit it's really really intense and then this podcast documents like us feeling in control of this and feeling at peace with the whole parenting process and saying it's all going so well and then all of a sudden it's like a nightmare (laughs) it is all going really well yeah like i'm 
I'm pretty happy. All my critiques are of us. Yes. It's never, mm-hmm. like, I have, obviously, I have no problem with J-Bug. J-Bug's doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the methods are doing great. Mm-hmm. I love that I've found these resources that tell me what to expect. And then it's so funny because, like, because Janet Lansbury is always talking about how happy a kid is when you tell them what to expect from an event or a routine, and Mm -hmm. then it actually happens that way, and how, like, satisfying that is for a child. Well, it's been satisfying for me when she tells me, oh, yeah, this is what it's going to look like when your kid tries to hit another kid, and this is what you need to do. Or, you know, when she tells me what these developmental stages look like and what things happen, and then they do happen, Mm -hmm. and then I apply that little rye technique... And then it works the way she says it is. It's just the same kind of joy inside really me. Where I'm like, oh, I knew what to do. I knew to stop that kid from hitting. Totally. And then it was just this little experiment. And now they like, oh, yeah, hitting's not allowed. Good to know. Moving throughout my day now. We're just going to go play with this cupcake set now. Or It's yeah. just been delightful. Um, it's satisfying in the same way as it is to become proficient at any skill that you're, you know, if you start becoming proficient at cooking or any you know oh, totally. you start to understand it you start to get the rules mm-hmm. you start to get you know what oh, yeah. to expect from things and when you it and just I are like... makes it a lot more comfortable and it also makes it a lot easier so you know how uh her podcast is called unruffled mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to be unruffled in a stressful situation mm-hmm. let's use cooking as the analogy you're not gonna freak out if you have xp yeah. If you're skilled and you have a bunch uh-huh. of experience and you know the rules, you know how cooking's going, even if unexpected things happen, you don't necessarily panic uh-huh. about it. Yeah, uh, you're like, oh, I know how long that fond can last on the bottom of that pan sure. before it starts to scorch. And yeah, I added the vinegar in and the oil in it separated and it's, it's, my sauce is splitting. But you know what? Let me try to... I have about this window of time before I can reincorporate that and try to get it to not seize up quite so much. Sorry. Am I getting too specific in the cooking analogy? We could probably let it go at okay. this point. By analogy. Yeah. It was nice. I love cooking. This kiddo, <laughs> uh, speaking of them moving into a different mindset... You notice how everything is happening so fast. In I looking, hate the F word, but yes. I don't mean it in that way. No, though. I like, know. Oh, it goes yeah. by so fast. I, know, I don't mean up. that. I mean that <laughs> developmentally, it feels like right now. all of the sudden, and I'm saying all of the sudden every two weeks, all of a sudden where this kid is in a different place mm-hmm. where they're communicating with us differently. It's not just Mm -hmm. that they can use signs and words. It's that they have more to tell us and more to ask and more to, you know, want to do. They Uh have desires. They have expectations. They get bored. They They are starting to get bored. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. Uh It's going to continue. And there's going to be more of this push and pull between them wanting to be autonomous, but then them also seeking a structure from us mm-hmm. and help from us. Yes. Like, so they both want us to be involved and they don't. Uh-huh. And it's going to become more of this. Yes. Just this <laughs> clash of help me. And then as soon as I try to help, they immediately are like, don't help me. I can do this myself, but I need help. So come help me. And, like <laughs> and also you, you're trying to help me with something that I'm, isn't my focus at the moment. And you have these objectives and they don't align yeah. with mine. And yeah, I, I see that. 
I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you have anything that you think I could be doing better? Oh, that's a good question. Oof. Put you on the spot. No, it's actually, like, really good because there have been previous times in our learning journey where I've had one or two things that is like, okay, this is this is John's horizon that he needs to get to. You know, we've we've talked through those things and I think you've really improved on on most of those those little nitpicky, you know, Some, okay, we're not going to say yeah. certain things or we're not going to phrase something in a certain way. Sometimes it's difficult for me to in the moment make a distinction between not being reactive mm-hmm. and having a big reaction to something that I want, you know, what you know, they're drawing on the wall or mm-hmm. they whatever. Or they have an accident, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, so I'm, I don't want to be reactive or if they fall mm-hmm. and I don't want to assume that they're upset, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm going to give it a pause and just yeah. not do anything. And but, come in with calm. But I yeah. also don't want to not be supportive of them emotionally mm-hmm. and I want them to know that I'm there for them. Yeah. And so that is sometimes a tricky line in the mm-hmm. moment, but I do think, I do think starting to get a pretty good intuition that's building. I guess the one thing that like could be on your radar since you asked me this really great question and it's so funny that right now I'm like, no, John, you're the one who's killing it right now. I'm the one who probably needs to improve on X, Y, and Z. Um, but there are some times, and this is kind of a me problem too. You're watching JBug primarily. Some event happens and JBug is upset. I get worried and I try to check in, right? To be like, oh, is everything okay out there? Yeah. And your response is not to JBug, it's to me. That you want to be like, oh no, everything's fine, everything's okay. And that phrase, oh, it's okay. Yeah. If JBug is actually distressed at that moment, I don't want JBug to hear everything's okay. If everything actually isn't okay in JBug's world, then I don't want that phrase to pop out of your mouth, you know? Even though, like, I know that when it's happening, it's not because you're like, you're okay, stop crying, or whatever. You're actually trying to stop me from intervening. That's so, exactly So it. this is, like, actually kind of a me need That's exactly to right. improve. Yeah. Um, but I wanted it to be on our radar that this is a you and me dynamic that comes up now and then. It sparks... Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You it's get a, a little tri- def- territorial. Over a incident with J-Bug. Because yeah. I am starting to butt in. Because I don't want you to. Yeah, and I shouldn't. And I don't want J-Bug to think, oh, mama. Uh-huh. I need to go and get mama. Yeah, like that's, that's so true. I don't want that. Uh-huh. And so it's hard for me to, like, quickly and quietly be like, stop asking me. Stop <laughs> trying to get in here. Like, everything so is true. good. It's so true. You heard them fall, but I've, you're, yeah, I'm in good. control here. It's all good. Yeah. And it is that problem where, like, I'm the one who could solve this very quickly by not needing... I'm the one who needs reassurance in the moment. I'll ask. I'll tell you if there's Mm -hmm. a problem. Like, I'll let you Uh know if I need your help. Yes. And part of the problem sometimes is that, you know, you and I do have different styles. And so if I'm nearby in a moment where I would react one way, it feels inauthentic for me to not, like 
react that way. Oh, J-Bug, you fell down. Are you all right? You feeling okay? You know, because that's my style is I respond with the same. I feel like you act preemptively without realizing it. Okay. Uh, I, I think that you decide what their feelings are faster mm-hmm. than they do, and you come at them with that energy, and then they end up mm. looking to you to know how they should feel rather than figuring it out for themselves how they want to feel about any given thing. Interesting. You know? Yeah. And you want to be fast, mm-hmm. and I don't think you should be. I think you should be a little bit slower. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm not... Kind of, I didn't mean to... No, don't be. Yeah. This, this is, you know, by asking the question, is there anything I could be doing better? It, like, opens the door for you to be like, oh, this is what, you know, <laughs> back at LED. I didn't mean that in a bad way. No, no, no. We're no. gonna... I was probably unconsciously being manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I doubt it. That seemed really genuine when you asked. No, you're right. I, I can um, definitely fine-tune my response to them. I have a certain clip. I have a certain pace when I'm checking in with them. And it's, to my mind, super consistent, whether it's a little scrape on the knee or if, like, I'm actually, like, super concerned about them. Yeah. It's got the same pace. It's got the same clip. It's got the same thing. It is... More responsive. Consistently preemptive. Yes. And you're right that I could start scaling that. They ask to you. To leave space you know? for J-Bug There's... to tell me what's going on. That's sorry, good. I'm sorry. No, that's a really there. good. That's a really good critique. That's a really good thing to be on the radar. It's not that it never happens. It's like mm-hmm. they will absolutely come to you. And sometimes you'll be a little bit more busy, and so it's easier for you to, like, give them space and time to decide that they want to come to you for comfort. Mm-hmm. But them coming to you for comfort, I think, let them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up until now, it's been really important for me to show them that I'm, like, always available to support them. For me, I feel so good when I'm doing dishes or something, and... I see the whole thing unfold Mm -hmm. where they trip and fall or they, something Mm -hmm. doesn't go their way and, and I get to like watch them and you're off working. And so it's just me and them and Mm -hmm. they, they make a decision and it can go either way, but like so often they just work it out. Yeah. It's so true. And they Mm -hmm. like, you know, just kind of look around and then like decide I, I don't know. I it's, do think that yeah. our styles are complementary in this way. I think that both are good. I think that, like, my style would be a little bit overbearing if it weren't balanced by yours. Yeah. I actually really strongly Yin believe that. Yang. Yeah, look at us. Sweet and salty. <laughs> um, Wait, but... who's salty? <laughs> uh, in this analogy... Who's the bad cop? <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. But um, I want them to have the implicit understanding, which is all that we're building right now is their implicit network of what the world is like and how it works. I want them to have the implicit understanding that there is always help for you when you need it. And that's why I'm like, I have that same clip, that same pace, that same kind of, I'm going to be here. If it seems like anything is happening in your world, I'm aware I'm ready to support you in that. 
And then your style, which is, I trust you, you, you can communicate about when you need help, you know? And for the most part, I trust you that in general, you can handle it yourself. Yeah. And that is going to cultivate their resilience. And then I'm the other side of that, which is to cultivate that implicit sense of support in the world and implicit trust that you're of safety. So I, I do think that you're right, that we're starting to move around a corner in their development where I am kind of lagging behind. I need to give them more time and space to do their own self-assessment of if they need help. Hell and, yeah. and they know that I'm there to help them and support them now. And they know that I'm there to comfort them. And probably the boob thing is very much the same on that curve. And I appreciate you being like, come on, Elodie, step it up a bit. Let's let's <laughs> let's turn up the by, speed on this treadmill one up, notch. I yeah. mean, step back. <laughs> yeah, totally, every time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they're such a good kid, though. They really mm. get it. It's something we've been talking about for a little while, which is like... And again, I do worry about us getting on the microphones and saying these things and then karma striking and, and us having to eat our words later. We're but. both going to listen to it like a million times before we put it out anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just going to lie once we have a terrible two-year-old who's tantruming all the time. And no, we're like, man. We no, handle the bad, it so well. No, the bad <laughs> is almost more important, I feel like. if We just happen to be really lucky that there hasn't been that much bad. Like, well, most, of the, most of what we're trying is just working so good that I don't know, like, how. Uh-huh. To, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not just going to make up bad stuff. No. Just because. <laughs> we're also, we're kind of like itching for it. We're like, oh yeah, bring me, bring me those meltdowns. Bring me those tantrums. Well, a little bit. I'm ready. I want to, I, am, I want to sure. be there for you. Yeah. Well, like wanna... for instance, when, when we start trying to give them more of their own space and mm-hmm. be like, okay, no, you need to stay in your room. You'll be able to see us out uh-huh. here, but I need you to stay in there and entertain yourself. Uh-huh. That is going to piss them off, Ellie. Yeah. And yeah. you got to just accept it. I but... do. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. That's something that I should definitely They're going to scream at you. Did I see that you were listening to Unruffled on your way in? They're going to say, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, this last episode was for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which one was it again? The... Uh, this one was about... Well... Uh, tangentially for you. So uh-huh. the actual episode was about what what do I do when I'm when I, I don't miss catch I miss the, it. They yeah. something happens, they they whatever mm-hmm. and I you know, they I think on the episode they were like cutting up their books with like yeah. scissors and stuff uh-huh. and it's like, Well what do I do? You know, now it's after the fact, how do I And, and the answer is you you don't do anything. You address the underlying uh, distress, which is that they've got a 10-month-old younger baby. Well, it, like you say, it's <laughs> always time. a younger sibling uh-huh. that triggers, like, mm. the spike in behavior, <laughs> the spike in rebelliousness. Yeah, uh, well, in, in those podcasts, yeah. generally. Yeah. yeah. But uh, tangentially, she was talking about how take the scissors and make it so they can't get to the scissors, put their books up out of reach so they can't get mm-hmm. to the books. And they mm. know that they're not supposed to do this mm-hmm. and that they're most likely just 
doing that to act out to see, like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. I want your attention. You I know, need you to that. know how wrong and, things are in my world right now. And sometimes that maybe means that they need to be, like, somewhat confined to their own space to, like, uh-huh. you know, that's a safe space for them that they, you don't have to worry about scissors and cutting up books. Yeah, don't let them fail. Don't let them fail as much as possible. And then yeah. support but, their needs. But don't think yeah. that they're not going to be upset about being <laughs> in this, you know, like, they're going to be yeah. upset, uh-huh. and that's fine. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's up to us to give them the, the parameters of their world. I was honestly just more tickled when, in, like, on your phone I saw that particular that, podcast. I was like, oh, John's listening to Unruffled now. That was my drive home. Yeah. Listen. To calm you down from at, the trim room. At anxiety. work. I had to stop the podcast once I... It's too soothing. <laughs> no, it, it's... Uh, I was listening to Recipe Club. And oh, I just, okay. You know when you have to give 100% of your brain to the trim? Like, yeah. Some, most of the day, I can listen to books, mm-hmm. this is a podcast, it's all good. But when I need to get it done, mm. I have to just pause it and have silence and just... <laughs> Pl- I've got my plummet into I've, the tray. I've got my bucket thuds playlist for yeah. those ones where it's like all really high. If I'd had time, I would have put music on, yeah, but didn't have time. So yeah. with J Bug, so unruffled was like a relaxing drive home listen. <laughs> <laughs> Wind you down a bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but why right now? Again, we're gonna evoke the the. Microphone karma. Why right now are, are why aren't transitions harder for us? Is it just like J Bug's temperament? Like they're super chill, baby. I don't know what we're. I don't have anything to compare them to. Yeah. So like I, it could just be their age. And yeah. We could just be in for it here in a minute. Yeah, or it could just be that we've set a really good foundation. Because the truth is, I see kids their age struggle to leave the play center i see kids their age you know there are times when jbug doesn't want to go inside they're saying more outside and they'll try to arch their back and throw themselves out of my arms and then i reconnect with them and i say oh hey yeah you really want more outside but that's bug yeah i'm gonna go get them okay Juniper! Are you going to bring them in here, or do you want to give them a chance first? I'm going to bring them in. Okay. It's a little warm in here. But I want to get through this thought real fast. Sure. Hey, you. So, we slow down. J-Bug says, oh, I want more time outside. And I say, oh, I I know. You really want to be outside more. But I need to go inside. I need you to come inside with me. We're going to go inside and be with Dog. Can you wave goodbye to outside? And then they do. They just. I do like the wave goodbye trick. You've trained them to have a way to... It's closure. Whatever the activity is, yeah. It's a way for them to, like, go through a closing sequence to whatever yeah exactly it's a little ritual they go through anytime they're stopping a thing that they want and they're leaving it for now and i almost don't want to take 
all the credit for training them to have this because it was sort of some happy happenstance that we came to this ritual mutually. Yeah. Bug likes to wave at inanimate things. Yeah. And so it kind of became natural that we're leaving the play place and we're waving goodbye to the play place. Yeah. And we're waving goodbye to the toys and we're waving goodbye to the friends. And there are definitely times that they don't want to leave the play place but they kind of want their little action of waving goodbye. Yeah. They don't want to leave without waving goodbye. I don't want to pretend that that's the whole story, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of it is just that I think we've we've done a fairly good job at balancing uh, a little bit of flexibility, but mostly maintaining a firm boundary on stuff. So, uh, you Uh know, if they want to stay outside, a lot of the time we're going to, like, Okay, we can stay outside for a minute longer. One more minute. You know, and hang out. Yeah. But we need to go in soon. And then on the next moment when we say it's time... It is time. It's time. Yeah. And Uh regardless of what reaction we're getting, they know that that's an inevitable thing Mm -hmm. and that we are the ones who are deciding that boundary. Like. Mm -hmm. But we try not to make it feel unfair. No. No, it's calm. Yeah. It's just that... You know, if they had uh-huh. an expectation that I can change this, uh-huh. and if I behave a certain way, I can always I can get make one it, more minute, uh, and I can yeah. make it happen. Yes, you know, then I think that would just be upsetting. Yeah, or the opposite of that, which is if it's too rigid and it's like before I've even told you what's happening, I've picked you up and taken you inside, and yeah. that's that, and you have no say in the world or no warning of what's happening, that would be upsetting, too. We communicate what's happening. Uh-huh. Uh, we let them feel like I, they have a bit of say involved. Ideally, uh, and I want to start doing this more, is I want to actually give them just a little brief reasoning behind it, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe it's too hot outside. Yeah, we do, though. We, no, we already we do, do. That. I know yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. I just mean, like, we, we could do a little better on that. We, mm-hmm. we could add a little okay. more trust that they can hear us explaining a thing, and that even if they don't get it, they will soon. And yeah. the more we communicate, the more they're going to figure out how to understand. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Certain things like, oh, yeah, well, we got to go inside now so that we have time to brush your teeth and yep. time to read you a book before it's time to go to sleep, you know? Yeah. And kind of structuring schedules like that that's just healthy for them to have moving forward in the world to, I have to schedule their own time you know? i have to keep cooking right now mm-hmm. but you know i have to cook so that we have food to eat mm-hmm. you know not just i'm sorry i'm cooking you know yeah and even though they get it i don't uh-huh. mean these are like really yeah. really small distinctions but like including them you need you need food we need food and mm-hmm. we don't have food unless i cook it so i have to keep cooking yeah whatever Today we practiced checking out what biting into raw potatoes was like. J-Bug, you bit into a raw potato? And we really prefer those fries once they've been cooked. <laughs> yeah, they're better. <laughs> yeah. I was just telling Papa about when we cooked fries today. Yeah, was Mama was telling me you guys mm-hmm. cooked fries today. That's really fun. Yeah. But, yeah, allowing them to have a little interaction. Allowing them to have, an, a, you know... I think it's a, helpful. A way to wave goodbye to outside... Before we go inside it's it's been randomly really helpful and it's not too dissimilar from like other other things that uh, the, waving at the dog bowl they're not uh, allowed to play in the dog water i'll give you a transition they don't love oh yeah yeah screen time that one is a different conversation yeah. for a different episode. well but it's a transition 
It is. That's one that is a little trickier because so they a, they like it. I don't, oh, I they want do. that screen. They really yeah. do, and they want. <laughs> They'll cry if I close that laptop without giving them time to accept it. Yeah, if but I, I yeah, I think it is very much similar to what we're saying is that we give them an acceptable way to interact with the space to have ritual to say all done. And with screen time, it feels very immediate that, like, okay, now Papa's all done, and now I have to be all done, too. I never thought I would be this person, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm addicted to screens, and I'm just, like, passing it on to them. Yeah. And not as much as... I don't watch as much as I would, but whew, I like looking at that phone. That's true. That new phone is going to tell you how much time you spend looking at it, too. Good. So that's going to help you out. New metric. Uh-huh. I have some experimenting. just just fell back asleep. Yeah. I have some experimentation (laughs) I've been doing with the screen time, John. Yeah. That I do want to discuss on an episode soon. Stay tuned. Yes. And you'll learn. You'll be on the edge of your seat. What is Elodie going to say? I feel like this is cutting edge screen epiphany (laughs) content. I do. I feel like I'm a radical. And I'm excited to tell and share with the class. Keep your um, finger in the wind. It's coming. We're talking about you. Hi. You woke up. Do you need to go potty? Look at those eyebrows. I know. They're curious about what we're talking about. You know who they learned that expression from? Both of us. This guy. Yeah. Uh, I think they got those eyebrows. Yeah. That, that little... That does look like you. Resting. Not quite grumpy, but like... Stern. <laughs> mm-hmm. Resting stern face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I've, like, really tied off in a little bow this whole concept of finding the way that they can positively interact with a thing to avoid the behavior that I need to keep them from doing. I don't know. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I don't know how to put a bow on it for you, though. Thank you, anyway for listening to this unwrapped gift of a podcast. No bows, no crisp wrapped corners, but uh, yeah, this is how you parent. You say goodbye to the good people on the airwaves I gotta, out there. I gotta put the kiddo on the pot. Okay. Yep. Later. Talk to you later. Good luck. Good luck with you it. Got this. Yeah, you too. You're doing a really good job. Unless you're not. In this, which case, it, get better. Well, no. <laughs> You have the resources. You can do this. That's what Janet Lansbury always says at the end of hers. What's that? We can do this. In that voice, too. It's like, we can do this. Yeah. 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 You can do this. We can do this. We got this. I agree with that. Uh I appreciate the sentiment. All right. That's all done. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening. Our intro-outro music is by Moo. Follow us on social media and give us nice reviews. We love you. We love you.